0: I like here, so one, I wanted to challenge you a little bit. I don't think, because you had said like creating the spreadsheet is hard. And I just want to clarify, creating the spreadsheet might be hard if you struggle with, you know, technology <laughs> and whatnot. I don't think the creating of the spreadsheet is nearly as hard as sticking to the budget thereafter. Sure. That, and I know that that's, that's what, what I you, meant. <laughs> I know that that's what you were saying. No, but Excel
1: is just terrible.
0: <laughs> I don't know how to use it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. I hired a bookkeeper so that I didn't have to do that part of it.
1: Right, but creating your right. debt profile is not that. Right. How many budgets have we had that it, we
0: yeah. then have not followed? Sure. More than we followed, for <laughs> sure. Right. The thing that I love here is that she talks about having to remove toxic relationships. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, kind of poignant. And she
0: kind of just tossed it in there a little bit it was almost passing but one of the things that we're talking about again that prevention if i am not able to feel whole and well if i keep a certain individual in my life being able to let that go with grace is better for both parties yeah um Sometimes it's unavoidable. Sometimes, especially if you have had a long-term relationship with somebody, losing that friendship can be difficult. But I can say that as as I walked away from Mormonism, um, your brother in that really mean thing told me I was going to lose all of my friends and family. And I was not at all surprised by the friends where my relationship didn't change with them at all because we had a much deeper connection than the Mormon church being a similar thing in our, in our lives. And several of those friends weren't LDS to begin with. So, but I, but I have my, my LDS friends who have been my core friends for many years, gratefully only one of those relationships changed. I was only surprised by one shift in, in friendship with that. And I was very grateful for that. But when I had to say goodbye to my parents, that was not easy. That was one of the wow. hardest things I've ever had to do was to say goodbye and and put some physical and communication distance between myself and my parents. And it was like all of the buildup of getting to that point was awful. But as soon as the decision was made... I felt free for the first time in decades, probably since early childhood before I knew any better.
1: Because self-care, true self-care, gets rid of toxic in your life, whatever that might be. Because any
0: interaction with my parents had had gotten to a place where even the briefest of phone calls would take me hours to really process and sort through. And it came to a place where... I was like I don't have this energy to give. Yeah. For the sake of having a healthy relationship with my parents the way I'm quote unquote supposed to. Right. And so by eliminating that stress from my life, I've been able to focus on so many other things and not spend that much time And that much energy on something that was not healthy for me. Now, I'm not saying go out and break up with your parents or your (laughs) spouse. But hey, if you resonate with this, it might be something that you need to examine. And if not, Mm. break up, maybe boundary that. You know, for me, I tried to boundary it first. I put all kinds of like um, Glennon Doyle talks about in her book, Untamed, about like a drawbridge on their family island during the time well, where her, I believe it was her mother was adjusting to the change of her sexual orientation and, and the new family dynamic um, with her new relationships and them blending the family and whatnot. And she talked about that drawbridge and I had definitely attempted a drawbridge first. And unfortunately I don't feel like enough change was made. And so that, that, full on breakup is what I had to do. But coming back to this, protecting our spiritual health or protecting our ability to feel connected with other living things is vital to our functioning both or in all physical, mental, and emotional ways.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't, I'm not sure that, you know, you said that spiritual health is about connections, right? And so we want to strengthen connections maybe our desire is to take these relationships that are struggling and to build them into strong connections. I I think that most Mm -hmm. of us have that desire. Certainly with people like your parents or spouse or children, you want to rebuild those connections or build those connections into strong things. But as you're looking at it from the perspective of my personal spiritual wellness, you may come to find that that's, that's not in your best interest. Right. And like you said, you worked at it all, for a long time and we're going to talk about boundaries, I think in another episode, but there's something that I just wanted to read here. The question is what if they get mad at me? And the answer is if people get mad at you for having boundaries, it means they've benefited from you not having any.
0: Yeah. That's a cute meme. Right. I mean, it's, it's, Abrupt and it's relevant, not not full, but absolutely relevant. Right.
1: Well, and there's more to the quote here. Absolutely. But, and, and we'll again, we'll talk about boundaries at another time. But the idea being that boundaries are about keeping healthy relationships, and if boundaries don't work, then sometimes it means the relationship has to go.
0: Yeah, I I agree, and I think that not every connection that we have is going to be. Deep and you know, spiritual oh, light. Like, sure. Yeah. One of my editors for my book is my very close friend, Zuri Brown. And I she's the only person who probably is allowed to live fully in my head, even more so than you, Mason, <laughs> in some ways, because of the content of that book. Sure. And just the relationship th- that we share. Like there's very I, I feel let me let me rephrase that. With Zuri, I feel a hundred percent safe being vulnerable even with the things that have harmed you because of my poor choices. And while I feel 100% connected with you as well, Zuri's my person for this book because I can't be 100% transparent and authentic and vulnerable with you when that causes pain. That's a boundary. And I'm respecting that, that boundary. So I would say not all of our connections need to be deep. But if you have a, a person in your life or, or something from your life that isn't honoring your boundaries, cutting ties with that is often the best thing we can do for ourselves.